0: Four little birdies in a nest on the back porch. I took a little video and I sent it to the owner of this Airbnb. She was like, oh, they're so cute. But how are they going to get out of there? They're in a little tiny glass uh planter that's hanging from her porch. And I was like, well, they'll probably fall out and then they'll learn how to fly. I mean, how else do little birds learn how to fly, right? And I thought about it and I figured, you know what? I'm learning how to fly right now. I'm out of my shell and I'm ready to go out into the world and be whoever I'm going to be because that always evolves. I keep changing who I am. I've gone through many, many transformations. And I finally accepted the fact that I'm never going to be the same person. And I actually like that. I like that a lot. I've applied the catch and release to my own personality. (laughs) And to relationships, too. Even friendships. Have you ever heard of the catch and release? It's like, it's a technique for, mm, not for positivity, but. Ah, uh, mental, mental patterns, right? It's, maybe it's a meditation technique that I picked up somewhere, but you see yourself having that thought that you don't want to have anymore. So you just, you see it, you accept it, and then you let it go. It's catching it and releasing it, catch yourself doing it, and then release it. But in terms of my personality, my career, my friendships, my location, where I'm living, what I'm doing, I've decided that I'm going to enjoy it and then let it go. I'm going to catch it and release it because that's, that's what keeps happening. I keep doing something new and then moving on. I was in Veracruz just like a month ago. And in that Airbnb, there was a little bird's nest in the backyard with two eggs. It was so adorable. They looked like Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. They were so small because they were colibris. They were hummingbirds. The little hummingbird mom would come and sit on them and look at me with her side eye. (laughs) And I'd talk to her, and I'd play guitar out there, and I was thinking, damn, what am I going to hatch next? What is coming? And I did not know. I had no clue what was next. I was at a period in my life where I was waiting, waiting for the next career. I, know, I knew I wanted another career. But I didn't know what it was going to be yet. So I decided to just um, hang out in Mexico and become raw vegan. (laughs) That was an unexpected move for me too. I didn't think I was going to become raw vegan just six months ago. I, um, I had been a cooked vegan before. Let's say, I don't know, 15 years ago, I became vegetarian and then I became vegan and I ate lots of cooked vegan food for eight years. I lived like that as a vegan who ate um, vegan burgers and pasta and rice, and you know, um, cookies and cakes and all that stuff the vegan way. And I was happy that way. But then um, in 2019, I divorced my wife, and she was the cook. She was the person who was in charge of the food. And so when I divorced my wife, I sort of went on a, uh, I don't know, like a vacation from discipline, I think you'd say. You know, I, I had no discipline. I just ate everything. And so for about three years, I ate everything and I overdosed on uh, pastries. I overdosed on pastries. I had a huge sweet tooth. I'm telling you, just four months ago, four or five months ago, I got seven cavities filled (laughs) right before I I took off south in Mexico. So yeah, I had a problem. (laughs) I had a sugar addiction that was real. Um, I also ate meat and dairy. I ate all the animal products for about three years. And I started gaining weight and I started having headaches and stomach aches. And my period pain was, whoa, worse than it had ever been before. So I decided to cut out the meat and I felt a little better than I cut out fish felt better, cut out dairy, cut out sugar. I just did all of these eliminations one by one, nice and slow, and eventually I was drinking fruit smoothies all day. It was it was a natural progression that um wasn't calculated. I didn't realize that I was becoming raw vegan. I just didn't want to eat things that would make me have pain. And one of the astrologers that I sometimes listened to had mentioned not eating grains because rodents eat grains and we don't want to be like rodents, little hoarders collecting things in our house and collecting things in our body and that's how tumors grow and she talked about how sugar feeds tumors coffee feeds tumors and I was like oh shit how many tumors do I have in my body I don't want to feed them (laughs) that's the real reason why I started going raw vegan without that label consciously I had not even thought about raw vegan But then I started my trip down south, and I was on the road. I'd be driving about three hours a day, and in the middle of the trip, I'd be like, holy shit, I need to caca. Like, I need to diarrhea right now. And, you know, it's hard to find a bathroom in the middle of fucking rural Mexico, but I was lucky. I had found some, like gas station that doesn't even have a label like it wasn't a brand name gas station at all (laughs) the bathroom was horrible but I I let it all out dude and I was like dude I need to figure out what's wrong with me like why do I have the shits so that's when I got on YouTube, <laughs> I typed in, what is vegan caca supposed to be like, you know? And I found out that the, the juicing protocol makes you eliminate, makes you detox. And I realized that I was unintentionally juicing. But I had all the pulp in there. I was using my Vitamix, making smoothies. I wasn't using a juicer and tossing the pulp and just having the hugo, the nice juice, right? So I was somewhere in the middle. I wasn't juicing and I wasn't quite raw vegan yet, even though I had eliminated most of everything. I was somewhere in limbo land because I I didn't have a clear intention with my, with the trajectory of my health. I just knew I didn't want to be in pain. (sighs) So anyways, um, I decided to do juicing. (laughs) I said, well, since I accidentally almost did a juicing, um, cleanse, might as well actually do a juice fast the correct way and, and truly eliminate all the mucoid plaque and accumulations in my gut. And then after that, if I want to be a raw vegan, I'll be a raw vegan. Shit, I didn't know that was an option, right? Like, I've never liked salads, you guys. I have never craved a celery stick with some hummus on it. (laughs) That just was not enticing to me at all. So I was I was still in this mindset of I might go back to being a cooked vegan or something like that, but let's try this juice cleanse. So I signed up with a coach and, who had like a whole group of people starting a juice cleanse on the same day. And I said, you know what? That's cool. That's what I need. I need a group of people because... Um, that's like a support group, and that's great. I can talk to these people about how, how they're shitting, you know? Like, I love talking about shit with people. Like, that's, that's great because it's something that we don't normally talk about, right? And I, I like talking about things that are, um, divergent. Is that, is that the word I'm looking for? So I did that. I did the juice cleanse, and that's where I was when when uh when i had those little eggs in the backyard in veracruz i was in the middle of my juice cleanse and my liver was detoxing and i was very very irritated very very irritated with everything because if you don't know the liver houses all the emotions especially anger and so when you're detoxing your liver, all those repressed emotions come out full force to be known, recognized, and heard. So I did that and I was like, okay, let me journal, let me rage, let me shout. And um it was good. Um I found a new home for my cat. My cat was the best cat. He was so chill. He was the best travel companion. He didn't complain. He was awesome. I just couldn't deal with the responsibility of having a cat and going through a juice cleanse. I mean, it's a major life transition for me. It was was so hard to buy so many vegetables and clean all the fucking vegetables because you don't know what's on them. Especially in Mexico, all the, all the Mexicans that I talked to about this juice cleanse, they were so worried about me because I was eating celery. Can you believe it? They were like, hey, do you know that the water that they use to water the celery is like, it's not good water and and they didn't want to say it they were like telepathically trying to tell me that it's like caca water or something like they water the veggies in mexico with sewage i was like what the fuck this can't be true you know but the one of the um owners of one of the Airbnbs where i stayed she actually bought me a bottle of um disinfectant like for vegetables and she was like okay this is how you use it make sure you put them in there make sure they're submerged for 15 minutes I was astounded I was like damn this is annoying dude like I can't believe that vegetables are posing such a threat this is lame like what has the world come to anyways that's a side tangent um, I was saying that it was really hard to juice every day. <laughs> yeah, cause I have to make a lot of juice. I had to eat, I had to drink like four to six quarts of juice every day. That's a lot of cleaning. That's a lot of chopping. And then the juicer that I had went a very narrow mouth. So I basically had to stand there and feed, feed the juicer one little chunk of veggies at a time. So that took forever. Cause I they didn't they don't send the juicer that I like to Mexico. So now that I'm back in California, I have the juicer that I like. Um, it's it's blender style. You just toss everything into this big wide mouth thing, and then you press on. Boom, and it goes. And I get to do other things in the kitchen, so it cuts down on time a lot. Anyway, I gave away my cat, and life got easier. Because all I had to do was take care of me. And my little huevitos were still incubating. Right? Those two little eggs of the colibri in the backyard. Those hummingbird eggs represented that something was brewing. And I didn't know what it was. Even though it was staring me in the fucking face. I'm telling you. Just like one, two, three, one, two, maybe two stops after that house with the Colibris. That's when it hit me that I could be a vegan coach. What? Yes. My coach's coach made a post about how much money he makes being a raw vegan coach. And I was like, oh, duh. That's that's a thing. That's a career coaching. That's right. I can do that. I like that. I like cheering people on. I like encouraging people. I'm a very enthusiastic person, and I feel really passionately about this new this new phase of my life. I mean, who knows if it's going to stick, right? I'm, as I mentioned, <laughs> I'm super mercurial. I'm a freaking chameleon. So we'll see what's coming for me in the future, but I'm not going to judge myself if I change. I am here to do all the things that come my way, catch and release, and keep swimming. So I decided to be a raw vegan coach. And I like it. I've started building my business, and today, I saw that I could make a podcast on this Kajabi thing, which is my platform for my coaching business. And I was like, okay, let's do that too. Why not see where that goes, right? Because you never know if you're going to like something unless you try it. And then you don't know where that's going to lead you. So I'm going to try that. Just like the little birdies who are in their nest in the backyard over here. They're going to step outside of that planter, and they're going to fall. But, you know, they wouldn't know what's out there unless they tried it, unless they went out there. And then they'll try to fly, and then they'll learn how to fly, and then they'll get to go see new things and experience other, other trees, I guess. And they'll meet other birds, and it'll be really fun. So that's me, learning how to fly right now i'm uh I'm getting set, I'm ready, I'm s- making a foundation, and um we'll see where it leads me i uh I don't really care if anybody listens to this podcast. I'm just uh talking because I've learned to fall in love with my voice, and um I have an album coming out. it's true <laughs> I don't know when it's coming out. because my two bandmates are in charge of putting the adornos on the songs. So when they're done with uh, souping up our album, and then we'll figure out how to get it on the platforms for for our friends and our family. I learned a lot about my voice making that album, and I learned that I, I love my voice, and it's really nice. And now I'm done with my juice cleanse and I'm eating raw vegan. I tried some cooked foods, couldn't do it. It made me cry, made me depressed. Um, My body doesn't like the cooked foods. So I'm actually going to be more raw vegan than I thought. I thought I was going to do 80% raw, 20% cooked. I don't think this is going to happen, dude. I'm gonna be more like ninety-five percent raw or something like that, but that's good, that's good for me and my body, it keeps my body happy, and I'm so grateful to my body for being there for me. For thirty-seven years my body has been there for me. No matter what I did to her. I have I have drank way too much, I have done drugs, I have eaten all those animal products that made me sluggish. Hmm. Dude, I've had so much acne from way too much grease and salt and all that bad shit, chemicals. And she's still here for me. She's still working. And she's looking better and better. I fucking love looking at myself in the mirror now. I'm just like, oh my god, I didn't know you could look like this. You are so beautiful. And it's because I'm finally feeding her real food. Juicy fruits and vegetables. What? What? Who knew that that's what she needed to actually thrive, not just survive. She needs to have nourishment and I'm finally giving my body nourishment and I feel fantastic. I don't know where that tangent came from. I don't, I was ending the podcast. What happened? Okay, I'm going to end it now learning how to fly, and you can learn how to fly too, and we're gonna fly so high to the sky. I don't know this guy. (laughs) Maybe I'll do a poem. I'll do some riffing on the next one. Make a little um, beatbox rap session. Okay, I'm out. I'm done.